93.3 KZOZFM San Luis Obispo rocks the Central Coast. Yo! Hey, ho! Good morning, it's Jeff and Jeremy. Uh, what are R. Kelly's victims? Very upset. I don't know what the latest with R. Kelly is. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but I know he's serving some uh, hard time. I think it was like 25 years. Um, as a matter of fact, one of his victims is upset. She says it's not enough. He's destroyed so many lives for so long that I don't even think... He, I think 25 is too low, to be quite honest with you. I mean, we deal with residual side effects. Like, we have to live with this forever. You know, it's not something that just goes away. Lock him up and throw the key away or put him under the jail forever. I think if they would have had more people testify, if they would have had more people, uh, then, you know, maybe it could have been worse. It's hard because a lot of these girls were over the age to consent. So, um, but there were some that were under the age of consent. And, you know, how is that any different than... including? Including his wife, Aaliyah. Yes. <laughs> Didn't they get married? Well, yeah, but then she died before, you know, they had much uh-huh. of her, but she died in that plane crash. I had to investigate him for the plane crash, to be honest with you. What, do you think he was ready to move on and it was just easier? Oh, that's crazy talk. Uh, here's some more. So you know I don't think crazy can talk? let this R. person Kelly. out because he's proven over and over again that he'll continue preying upon women and men. I mean, just anyone who's vulnerable and anyone that he you know, wants to pray upon, he'll do it. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Hey, have you been keeping track of what's going on with the uh, with the case up in Monterey? Well, they, they were, they're still doing, like, jury selection. They're doing jury selection on that. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. being selected for a jury? And that's kind of where I was going with this, was, um, you know, thinking about the R. Kelly and how long that case went on for. And then you think about the Kristen Smart case in Monterey, um, and how long that you could be on a, like, how long do they expect you to be away from your job? Like two weeks is one thing, but this could be two oh. months. This could be three months. I mean, this could be eight, 12, 16 weeks. That's why, that's why when I got the federal, I think the statute of limitations is ran up on this, but if not, and I'm not here tomorrow, you know why. Uh, when I got the federal summons for to report for jury duty, and it was in Los Angeles, and we we just happened to be like on the northern reaches of the area in which would go serve on the federal jury, I just ignored it. I was just like, no, I'm not. There's no way I'm doing this. I'm not even calling them. I'm not doing anything. If they say anything to me, I'm acting like it got lost in the mail. There's no way I'm doing. I've always anything. wondered. That, yeah, what's the best way to get? It? Is it just to for, just throw it away? You live. Yes. No, I mean, even locally, Things like I, I have always filled it out and sent it back in. I served on a jury. I actually enjoyed doing that. That was interesting. It was a educational and interesting life experience, and it's your civic duty. But no, I mean, I kind of enjoyed that little thing I did, uh, and it was—I forget what—I was on that jury for. It was over a week, right? It was—it was almost two weeks, and it was in the best way to get out of jury duty. Jeremy is open the jury duty summons. And go, oh man, that sucks. Then put it up on your refrigerator. Then get super duper busy for the next like three to four weeks. And then uh, look up on the refrigerator a Wednesday week of that you were supposed to start reporting on Sunday evening and be like, oh man, I never reported to jury duty. Oh well, better throw that away and then move on with your life. Because it's not like there's ever been a case where the sheriff comes to your house going, hey. You were supposed to be at jury duty 45 minutes ago. <laughs> now that I've given out the secret, I can I can expect to get called to like three different jury duties over the next year. Right, and they're going to be showing up to your work, to your house. They're like, no, this, this guy's going in. we got to make an example out of somebody. I'm just really busy and complacent. I just left it on the refrigerator. I didn't know. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Listen online at KTOZ.com. You know, we always talk about different foods that do mashups, and recently we were talking about Ritz. Wasn't it Ritz and uh, Oreo, right? They were going to do a peanut butter Ritz cracker with an Oreo and all that kind of stuff. Well, apparently, Jack Daniels has got together with the Coca-Cola company, and they're going to do Jack and Cokes in a can. How about that? Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, they, they should be doing this. I remember going to Nevada, God, in the 90s, and being able to buy something called the Club 
and the club was pre-mixed cocktails and cans. So you could buy like a Bloody Mary, you could buy yeah. a gin and tonic, you could buy uh, Jack and Coke, you could get that, or it was whiskey and Coke, it wasn't Jack Daniels, but it was, you know, it, it was pre-mixed. I mean, why? I'm surprised with the, with the surgeons of cocktails in a can by all the different craft distilleries that coke and jack daniels didn't f- join forces long before right now well yeah and you think uh, i think this has a lot to do with these trulies and these other types of drinks that have got people now drinking uh, out of a can and it's kind of like a cocktail uh, for people that don't want to drink beer or wine now wine is in a can everything's going into a can the nice thing about a can is it's not going to break you don't have to worry about glass breaking hurting somebody or just breaking and messing up your cooler throw these in your cooler take them out to the beach take them out on the boat take them wherever you're going to go or you know just enjoy them from your own home crack a crack a jack and coke can and pour it in a glass for a friend and say you don't have to worry about going to the store to get the booze and making sure that you have something in your cupboard all the time i I think i'd still like to be able to control the strength of my drink but that's that's the problem right there like, when I go to drink, it's to catch up with everybody else, okay? Like, when I go to cocktail, it is to catch up with everybody else. I'm like, oh, I, I show up at a party, and uh, they're already an hour in, hour into it, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, I showed up an hour late. Um, yeah, I'll, ta- I'll take the cocktail, make it a double. Yeah, see, I, I drink cocktails after I get tired of drinking beer. I still like to drink beer, but I think this is Ooh, a, don't this you is know a the, good idea. Don't you know the old adage? Liquor before beer, never fear. Oh yeah, beer before beer before liquor, never, never sicker. sicker. Yeah, and that's what that's the route you go, huh? Yeah, but it's never affected me that way. And I've been I've known that saying since high school, and I guess I've been lucky. Really? What? How? How did it affect you when you fell asleep with the Jack in the Box chicken sandwich in your mouth? What I, was affecting you? I didn't get day? sick though. I just fell asleep. There was nothing <laughs> on the in that little hymn or nursery rhyme about falling asleep. Mid chicken, mid bite into a chicken sandwich. Um, eventually they're going to do a zero sugar Jack and Coke too. So if you don't want to have all that sugar in you, then you're good to go. And they're also going to do a Mexican Coke. I like this. What would be some other good, like, uh, Mountain Dew and vodka? The Voodoo's? One of the better, one of the, uh, the best Bloody Mary I've ever had. And I forget the name of the restaurant, but it's up on top of the Kingsbury grade looking over to the east down into, I forget what that little town is, um, below South Lake Tahoe. But there's a little like convenience store slash cocktail lounge because it's Nevada. You can do stuff like that slash video poker place that makes the best Bloody Mary I've ever had. And you're sitting on top of the world when you're drinking it out on their deck on a nice sunny, Cal, you know, is it a Cutwater Spirits? Because they make a really good Bloody Mary. No, no, this is Bloody Mary that they made. That Cutwater Spirits is my number two favorite Bloody Mary. Was it called the Red Hut Cafe or the Tahoe Tavern? Red Hut's different. Red Hut's different. Was this a Tahoe Tavern and Grill or Ivano's? No, it wasn't. It's up on top of the Kingsbury grade. I don't even know if it's there anymore. It's been 20 years. Uh, I'm just going through them all now. Literally, I. I think it was a there was like a laundromat and a video rental place next to it. I mean it was it was crazy, but then they Could had have been a nice the fox deck. and the hound. I think it's the fox. Is this, I think it's the fox and the hound. Is it, it, the, is it. it at State Line? State Line, mm, Nevada? Well, yes, technically that's okay. the town, but it's as you're leaving. No, I got you. I'm just I to just go down the Kingsbury line. grade. Yeah, foxandhoundtahoe.com. It might be fox and hound. That sounds that sounds somewhat familiar. That place, man, they make the best Bloody Mary I've ever had. But the second best Bloody Mary I've ever had was at the Templeton 4th of July parade last year when my friend walked across the street, bought a four pack of Cutwater Spirits Bloody Marys and some, and got some, uh, uh, cups of ice and came back and we, we had Bloody Marys. I was like, wow, that's a, Damn good Bloody Mary, especially on a hot ass, hot ass day. I'm always amazed at some of these Bloody Marys that come out of these, uh, uh, cans. I mean, you would think, ah, this is going to taste funny or weird. No, they're actually usually pretty damn good. So there you go. Well, good for Coke and good for JD. And uh, who else? Who should be next? What else should we mix together? I know that Cutwater Spirits is anything they have. I've tried. It's very good. They do a uh, tequila and squirt drink. Paloma. It's called a Paloma. And they make a really good Paloma. What's but, that called? The Greyhound, right? Isn't that a, a grapefruit and uh, and no. the no? Well, okay. I don't know. And gin or something? I don't know. This is tequila and um, usually squirt yeah. or fresca, and it's called a Paloma. 
pretty damn why didn't good. I, why didn't I ever get food at the Fox and the Hound? Why did I only get the Bloody Mary? Man, the food looks good, too. Oh, man. God, you're so sidetracked. <laughs> look at that barbecue and that pizza, man. I'm telling you. Squirt and vodka, squirt and tequila. Those two things go to well together. I don't know about gin, what that would mix well with. But normally you put some kind of lime in it, so maybe some sort of like 7-Up or something. I don't know. Best racks on the tracks, Jeremy. You know what that means? No. I'm best guessing ribs, ribs, yeah. B- best ribs in town, yeah. Yeah, congratulations. 93.3 KCOZ rocks. We were talking about this yesterday, getting caught in an internet wormhole. And keep in mind, when I ate at the Fox and Hound at the top of the Kingsbury grade in South Lake Tahoe, it was in the 90s before I was even on the internet. Okay. Um, and it was the best Bloody Mary ever. But now they have a website. It's not a very high-tech website. Not has not have a ton of information on it. But one of the tabs on the on the uh, top that piqued my interest was the Burger Challenge. Like, oh, check out this Burger Challenge! And TripAdvisor did a eating challenges in every state okay. post on their website. And Fox and the Hound won it for Nevada. Nevada, like. Isn't that heart attack grill down in down in um Oh in yeah, Vegas? yeah in Vegas. Yeah, they've always yeah, You you would think that would be the home for the eating challenge or any other place in Vegas or even Reno for that matter, but the one that they chose for Nevada was the Fox and the Hound. Tell me how long it would take you to eat this. By the way, um eating um Molly Schuyler, I think her name, Skyler is her name. She's the number one ranked female competitive eater in the world. She did this in three minutes. And 22 seconds, okay. So um, they give you an hour to complete the challenge at the Fox and the Hound. This is one burger, but this is what it has on it. Or I guess you would call it a sandwich at this point. Does it tell you, how? first off, how big the patty is? Are we talking like a quarter pound, a well, half pound? Well, hold on a second. It, it, the whole thing weighs in at four pounds. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, that's okay. enough. Oh, jeez. But, but, no. but this is what it has on it. This, this, this borders on disgusting. I don't, I don't know how Molly Schuyler did this, okay? So they start... With a personal pepperoni pizza as the bottom layer of the burger. Okay. Because they serve that on the menu. This is called the Oh No, You Sink My Battleship Burger Challenge. Okay. Because this is called, <laughs> this, is the, this is the battleship. Okay. So you, you start off with a personal pan pizza on the bottom. That's your bottom bun. Then they layer on barbecue pulled pork, some fried eggs, a couple fried eggs, a bacon cheeseburger, chili cheese garlic fries on top of the bacon cheeseburger, and then they they put a bun in the middle of that. Then, on top of that bun, they put a teriyaki chicken sandwich with pineapple and jalapenos underneath the top bun. So it's like a Big Mac. It's like a Big Mac, but it's got a chicken sandwich divide, separating the pizza french fries and regular uh burger that weighs in at four pounds and by the way it comes with six hot wings that you have to finish and then you have a side you have a side salad that you have to finish as well you have 60 minutes to eat that weighs in at four pounds and uh you get a, you don't have to pay for it if you finish it in 60 minutes could you finish that in 60 minutes no no i could not i would be sick i would you get a free t-shirt and you don't have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just. Now, what if the free I, can, I can eat hot stuff, but I cannot eat that much food at one time. I mean, that's you're going to have to have, be somebody who can really stretch your stomach out. But what if you sixty minutes, and then when it comes out, you can parse everything aside. It's still six four pounds in sixty minutes in your gut. But it's you can you could parse it out. You think you like, could do you it? Could, I think I could do that in sixty minutes. You can put yes. four pounds in your gut in four in sixty minutes. The problem would be the the hot wings and the salad. I think everything on the on that's in the, because it's a burger still nonetheless. So those portions have to be somewhat small in order to. I mean, yes, you got to eat a pizza, then you got to eat a burger, then and you a chicken sandwich. What else was chicken there? Chicken sandwich, oh, Philly cheesesteak, <laughs> Philly cheesesteak, chicken sandwich, fries. Yeah, you can't do that. I've seen you eat. You couldn't eat that. Maybe back in the day you could. Yes, there was a time I could. Not have. anymore. Right. It's like I'll eat. I eat eight chicken wings, and I'm I'm full, man. I am full. I could probably eat eight more chicken wings and be uncomfortable full, but that's the best I could do. And I guarantee you, right there is not more than a pound and a half. 
Uh, before Molly Schuyler uh, won the uh, challenge, Big Eaters Club, um, Max Carn, Max Carnage is the guy's name, and he did it in what was it, fourteen minutes? I mean, if guys are doing it like regular Joes, I mean, we're talking about Joes not eating pros, but we're talking about regu- eating Joes, not eating These- Joes potatoes, but just regular guys named Joe, right? The Bros- the Boston well I don't know this guy's named the Boston Strangler <laughs> I mean he must he must be he must be somewhat of a of a pro he got it done in twenty two minutes how much does it cost if you don't finish it you know I don't know that's let's, let's that, take a look that's where I'd have to do the take risk the risk reward yeah yeah, like yeah if yeah. I don't make it how much is this going to cost me 50 here's your bucks? bill for it. here's your bill for two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Putin's price tag, man. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. How pathetic can some people be? In area, it's the largest former Soviet republic after Russia and the largest nation that doesn't border an ocean. Chris, over to you. You had 9,700. You were in second place. And you wrote down, what is Kazakhstan? You are correct. And you will add 4,701, and that puts you in the lead by a dollar as we come to Greg Buzzer, who wrote down, what is Kazakhstan? <laughs> Greg, as you know, normally we don't penalize you if you misspell a word, but in this case you have changed the pronunciation of the country, so it is incorrect, yeah, and it, it will cost you. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOC. Uh, you added an I in there, so we have to take it yeah. away from you. I didn't know that normally they wouldn't penalize you if you spelled it wrong. Like, they should penalize you if you spell it wrong. That should be part of it, okay? This is Jeopardy. This is the pinnacle of, of trivia. Don't be like, accepting of, of the spelling errors, but not of the, of the actual words. Like, you should hit them with the... With the I'm sorry, you spelled it wrong, idiot. On Monday night's show, uh, they had a category come up. It was $400 uh, was the price on the category. So you know that it wasn't... It was called Knights, by the way. I'll take Knights for 400 Who's doing it now? It's not Alex. Whoever it is. Uh, I think it's Ken. So, uh, anyways. Or Blossom. Or Blossom, Blossom, yeah. Blossom could be doing it. So, we all know 400 is the ones that you and I can usually get right. And I think we would have got this one right last night because what it was was it was about knights and people that had been knighted. And apparently, as the question read, this star was knighted in his birth name to honor his father who had the same name. And it was a, and then they put a picture up of him. And you would know him as Michael Caine, the actor. Okay. That's not what the contestants had to say. Uh, nice 400. To honor his father, this star here was knighted in his birth name. So he's Sir Morris Micklewhite. Mazin. Who's Mick Jagger? No. <laughs> Lisa. Who's Michael Caine? Yes. <laughs> who's Mick Jagger and How's Michael Blossom? Caine? How are you going to like totally screw that up, buddy? How does Blossom not laugh at the Mick Jagger uh, guess? Come on. I mean, that's a tough. Bl- I mean, that is. Bl- a, Blossom. Like, that you is get a restraint. chuckle going. That is game show host restraint right there. And look at this dude, man. He had a big kind of like afro, and he had no clue. Yeah, He'd never I know that seen one. probably either one of those guys before. I know that one. That one's Mick Jagger. Um, no. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Don't have the guy's name because apparently they felt so bad for him they weren't going to include it in the story. The physical characteristics and the compare and contrast of Michael Caine and Mick Jagger are nothing alike. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, Jeopardy contestant. By the way, we're going to put this on our Facebook page. You are Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. So yesterday I brought this up and I didn't really have the details because I'd read it as I was like falling asleep the night before. And I I read until I sleep. I read until I go to sleep. And this was like one of the last things I did. So oftentimes I don't remember what lot of what I'm reading in, in the night before. But this um, is the it it really illustrates how in bed. <laughs> 
our government wants to be with the pharmaceutical industries and the FDA and the CDC, how it all intermingles. And like our eyes are open to it now because the big push of the COVID treatment that they like to call a vaccine that was uh, forced upon us and still is like, I saw Javier, Javier Becerra, Becerra, sorry, I'm murdering it like Joe Biden does. Javier Becerra said that um, he got COVID. He tested for COVID for the second time in the last 25 days. This is, and he's, he's boosted up. He's got to be boosted up, right? He's, he's the one championing it. Anyways. Biden administration is uh, continue to advance the framework for reducing death and disease from tobacco. This was announced in the summer of 2017 from the CDC and then kind of got put on the back burner because there was other drugs to be pushing needlessly on Americans. And, um, the, you know, this was every American. This only pertained to the people that are addicted to tobacco and nicotine. Um, they are going to make sure that the key element element is regulating nicotine so combustible tobacco meaning cigarettes could no longer create and sustain addiction while creating a new pathway for medicinal nicotine products and e-nicotine delivery systems that went through an appropriate series of regulatory gates meaning the food and drug administration for adults who still wanted access to nicotine without all the harmful effects, side effects of combustion. Don't, doesn't that already exist in the way of Nicorette? In the gum and the patch? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I don't but understand want, what a medicinal want, cigarette would be or a medicinal What they want you to do is they want you to go into your doctor yes, and your doctor's going to ask you, do you smoke? And you remember I told you the story about the friend who um, was was consultant consulted for smoking cessation because the doctor asked her how long have you smoked and she said 10 years and then they wrote okay try this and then they wrote down something or look into this and then they gave him a consult fee for that kind of the same thing here now you're going to go into the doctor you're going to say i, I smoke the doctor's going to say, okay, I'm going to write you a prescription for this, and you take it in. Now, how many times have you gotten a prescription from a doctor, and you just go to the to the pharmacy, and then you just blindly have them fill it because you think that the doctor has your best interest in mind, right? Sure. It's every time. I mean, actually, I used to they do that. send it in, and then I go pick it up when it's ready. I used to do that. And then once I got um, uh, like a Norco or something like that for the pain from the kidney stones, and I went and I got it filled, even though I didn't really even need it. I got it filled um, because I was blindly getting it filled. Then another one came up. And the other one is to, I guess, make it so you don't become addicted to Norco. And it was like $100 or something like that. And I was like, whoa, 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 what's that one? I was like, oh, this is so you don't get addicted to it. I'm like, I'm not, don't worry about it. I'm not going to get addicted to that. Take that one off the, off the bill yeah, because yeah. I was going to go in there and blindly get all these things filled out. Well, that's what people are going to do. They're going to they're going to say, "Hey, how long you smoke? Do you want to quit?" And if they say, "Yeah," because who doesn't tell their doctor that they want to quit smoking? Like, does anybody <laughs> say to their doctor, <laughs> "How many people oh, lie and say they don't even smoke?" Like, yeah, oh, I don't smoke. exactly. You I never smoke? smoke? Nope, never have. But if you do say you smoke, and your doctor saying, "Do you want to quit smoking?" Your answer is ninety nine percent of the time, yes. So they're going to fill out a prescription for you. You're going to go fill, get it filled. Then you're going to have this prescription for something that they're developing that it has medicinal nicotine products. And then cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. Here we go, big pharmaceutical. Let's go. We're giving you another green light to go ahead and get another big but, sector of America. Hold on, you're forgetting the other side of this, and I understand there is that side of it, but there's also this side that what if it works and you quit smoking? Isn't that then the you goal? Will, then you will be addicted to the medicinal eh, maybe, nicotine. Maybe. Well, you quit some, smoking, you were a chewer, you quit mm-hmm. chewing, and you've been on the Nicorette ever since. I didn't chew the gum, do you I think, don't quit. Do you think you can stop the gum? That no. was my question. No. So it, I can't, I so cannot this quit is, You are a living example of this. 
Yeah, don't tell my doctor because he's going to be try, trying to prescribe it to me left and right next time I go in. But yes. Well, yeah, but your doctor would probably be happy you're not chewing or smoking. You're just doing Nicorette. How much harm can Nicorette do to your body? Chewing, having nicotine in your body. Is that, that's not, I don't think it's a terrible thing, is it? I don't know. I mean, it must not be because the FDA is about ready to approve uh, yeah, well. billions of dollars worth of medicinal nicotine that you could get they only from find Costco things in harmful the way of gum. That they're not involved with, like Philip Morris. That Philip Morris is bad, but when the government gives it to you, they're fine right. with it. Pfizer good, Philip Morris bad. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Today's Lobster Day. Good day to... Uh, Maybe take a photo of a lobster? Hell, no way. How about eat a yeah, lobster? Yeah, eat one. <laughs> Don't. There should be lobster specials today. We should be able to go to the crack crowd yeah, like, and get two for one lobster. What about when it's donut day? Everybody's like slinging donuts at you left and right like Chinese stars. Yeah, nobody, nobody and, 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 and it's like, it's like uh, lobster day that just goes unnoticed? I mean, what's Red Lobster doing today? I mean, they're the they're the lowest one on the food chain when it comes to seafood, right? They got to be doing something. They're the Taco Bell of seafood. Mm. What's your favorite way to eat lobster? Are you a a bisque guy? I mean, lobster bisque is very good. Uh, do you like? I don't barbecue. Like do I don't. Like I, I, so so I'll, I'll tell you this: the my go to on lobster is to eat crab. <laughs> I like crab. <laughs> what is? See, I don't understand. My wife is the same way. She likes crab. She doesn't like lobster. I'm like, gosh, it's so close to me. I mean, the flavor's close. To I, me. This I, is what I, I don't I know like the about consistency. Is a little different. That's the problem. It's the lobster's chewy. It's 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 gummy compared to crab. Crab's nice and flaky and and really uh, it's butter. Really, when you when you strip. It down. They both go into butter. Although I will say that um, I can eat some crab just on its own. I am the worst person to eat crab with. Nobody likes to eat crab with me. I've see, I've eat crab with you. You do you shell everything, and when everybody's done, then you eat your crab. Well, You've been working your I, I ass a, off the whole time. I make a I make a mountain of crab. I sit there for like 45 minutes and I'm cra- scraping and I, I don't let any crab meat go wasted. So I, I'm, 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 I'm digging it out. I'm doing all like, like I work for my meal and then I have, you know, what, I, what ends up being maybe I sat next uh, to you and honest to God, it, it was 25 minutes before you ate. We had all been eating crab and going through, you know, piece by piece. You sat there for 25 minutes and you had the resilience to not take a bite of crab yep. until you had have the entire thing in front of you. And what was I doing while I was working on that? Drinking, drinking beer. Crab. Drinking beer. <laughs> drinking lots of beer. And then you just took his hand. And just <laughs> the whole thing and his mouth. <laughs> hey, do you remember that gas station attendant that uh, accidentally switched the gas to 69 cents a gallon? Yeah. I guess this happened somewhere right outside of Sacramento. Yeah. Rancho Cordova. Have mm-hmm. you been through there in your yes, travels? Yes, I have. I guess they fired him. Yeah. What a, what a bunch of asses. Seriously. Well, he cost In this the, economy? He cost, like, he cost the station $18,000. 16000 16000 okay. well, unless, unless you heard a different number. No, no. I mean, I, I, 16 18 It's interchangeable at that point. But he owned it. I mean, he was like, hey, listen, it was a mistake. I... I understand mistakes happen. You get, I don't know how long the guys worked there. Maybe they were, maybe this guy was, they were looking for a reason to get rid of him. Otherwise, well, how do listen, you get rid of a good employee? This is why. Making I mean, how do you know he was a good employee? Okay. Like I, there was because this. He, here, listen to this real quick. Just listen. And I put all three prices on there, but the last one kind of didn't go. So I just took responsibility for it. And I said, yeah, it's my fault. Yeah. That he was honest. He's a good. He's a good person. He was he's honest about employee. it. What was he's he going to? Lo- yes. well, uh, well, either way, he made a mistake. Well, he made a mistake, but I don't know. Just I heard a lot right there from his character. Who knows? Maybe he was a bad employee. I just- once worked with this girl named Jenny, and her we called her Jenna because she had the intelligence of Forrest Gump. Um, uh, no, she had less of the intelligence of Forrest Gump. And one day. And you know she she went on to be a um, <laughs> construction crew flagger for road for road projects, which is just Jenny the flagger, which is just scarier than all hell. Flagger Jenny. I told her on her last day. I said, "Hey, is there any way you could like shoot me an email and let me know what the projects you're working on daily, so I can stay away from that part of town?" 
I literally said that because I could not stand working with this woman. Yeah. She was not very smart at all. And one well, day... this guy, he just misplaced the decimal point by one. So instead of putting 6.9, he, you know, point yes, six nine. How often do we typo? God, you give me a hard time for typo, have typos on our social media all the time, even though you do the same thing. Jen A, this is this is uh, just sucks for this. One guy. day, Jen A got to work and she decided she was going to uh, go the extra mile, and she decided to clean the keyboards of every single computer that we had in the office. There you go. You know okay. how she cleaned the keyboards? She sprayed Windex into the keyboards. <laughs> So we had staggering shifts. I get there an hour and a half after Janae started her shift. I'm like, why do none of these computers work? And she's like, oh, yeah, I tried to clean the keyboards. I'm like, well, we kind of need these computers to do the job. Apparently, uh, his family now has started a GoFundMe page to try to raise money for the gas station that lost out on the $16,000. Gas station manager who misplaced a decimal point pricing premium gas for just 69 cents a gallon got the axe. The manager accidentally moved the decimal point to the wrong spot. Hundreds of drivers ended up getting the cheap gas before that mistake was discovered, and it cost the gas station $16,000. That fired manager now says he's worried about getting sued by the gas station. His family has started a GoFundMe to help repay the lost revenue. Here's an attorney talking about the fact that he is protected. Uh, the only way he would be responsible, absent a written agreement, is if he was acting outside the scope of his em- employment. For instance, if his boss said, whatever you do, don't ever set the price on that gas pump. And then he did. Yeah. But that was his job. Yeah. And he just, you know, instead of 6.9. Like nobody 6.9. told Jenna to open to to clean the keyboards that day she should have been fired yet they kept her around well because she only caused about i don't know 125 dollars worth of damage i'm getting maybe even not that bad what about lost revenue what about what about the fact that we couldn't do anything that day we had to put up a sign (laughs) said sorry none of our computers work uh stick around coming up uh bad company aerosmith on the way and a 50 dollars gift card could be yours to go to smart and final 93.3 kzoc rocks the 805 i've been thinking a lot about the rancho cordova employee at the gas station and how he set the price to 69 cents and i don't know if you remember this in the 80s but sometimes uh gas stations would partner up with uh radio stations and they would have a thing where they fill up your gas tank or you know it, the gas price would be whatever the the uh frequency was on the on the gas station and so yes like, we worked for a station that did this or i mean i did uh it was a, a hip hop top 40 station he had ni- a bumper sticker it was 93.3 it was. It was yeah. also 93, Q93. Yeah. It would do sticker stops, and uh, they'd be at a gas station, like, come on, we're over here at Queen Anne and Denny. Come by the sticker stop today. You got your Q93 sticker on, and we'll give you a free <laughs> ticket of gas. You do that really well. <laughs> um, yeah, they wouldn't be like a free ticket of gas, but like uh, the ones I'm talking about, they would give you gas for whatever the frequency was. So, say oh, during okay. that period of time, gas was $1.25. Then you would stop by the the gas station, wherever the radio station was, and if it was 93.3, you would get gas for 93 cents a gallon. Now, I was thinking about this from a business standpoint, okay? What if, what if we partnered with a local gas station on the Central Coast, and for a random 93-second period, during the course of the day, you don't know when it was going to be. They gave away gas for 93 cents a gallon. For 93 seconds now? Uh, that's too so short. I mean, maybe why, nine, why is for that? the next nine minutes But they would take seconds, too much of a loss. If you come by and, and you can pull up to a pump, we'll fill you up. Let me break down this scenario for you, okay? This gas I pitched station, some of these ideas to the powers that be there back in March and uh, we ended up doing the hundred dollar, yeah, uh, right. or I'm sorry, the five hundred dollars with Perry Ford, right? But but l- I thought, well, that would be fun. It would be fun, but be randomly, you know, who knows what gas station, North County, South County, to have it work for the gas station, they have to, they you know, would mark up their gas to to make up for the loss. 
So it would be, say, 15, 20 cents more than what it typically would be in order to recoup the loss that they're going to have for that 93 seconds over the course of the day, right? Would you constantly go to that gas station hoping to hit that 93-second window when you do go to get your gas? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess I understand what you're saying. For, I just don't know even, if I'm going to drive out of my way for well, a chance. No, I'm, I'm going to say, but, you know, if it, was, if it happened to be on your route, you know, right. I mean, let's say it was the one next, you know, let's just say the one down the street from the gas station. If they were, if, if they were to say, okay, we'll do this 93-second window deal with you guys, I would think that that gas station would get a ton of business because people... Lo- People love to gamble. Look how much the lottery makes. Look how much the, uh, the, the look how much Vegas makes. Hey, do we still have that slot machine? We used to have a KZOZ slot machine. Yes. And if it came up KZOZ and the things, then you were a winner. See, we could take the slot machine out. Everybody could go push the button on the slot machine. And if it comes up, we fill your tank. Oh, yeah. 93 cents. As long as it's 93 cents. <laughs> a gallon. None of this fifty dollars. None of this six forty nine stuff. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like it's coming out of your pocket, anyways. But you know. But I mean, would you would you uh, would you constantly go to that uh, if it was on your route? Would that be the only gas station that you go to? Would it peel you away from the other gas stations that you go to? Um, because in the off chance yeah, I mean, that you might the hit gas that station, ninety three yeah, second the- window. They're all about the same price per gallon anyway, so why not go to that one and have a shot Oof, at maybe... I don't know. know. There, is some, there is some varying differences in the gas stations in my hood. I mean, you're talking about differences of like 70 to 80 cents a gallon. I'm like, oh, what? how's your gas any different than these guys' gas? Well, we put... We put Tecron. Tecron. We put Tecron yeah. in it. Chevron's always a little more. <laughs> STP coming up and your shot to win tickets, or I'm sorry, a $50 gift card to Smart and Final. Uh, guess Between the Years is on the way. 93.3 KCOZ rocks. All right, let's do this. It's a $50 gift card right now to go to Smart and Final for Father's Day weekend for 4th of July. Whenever you're barbecuing, one stop and that's it. That's Smart and Final. Go to smartandfinal.com. To get to the store nearest you, we thank them for giving us this $50 gift card right now. 805-543-3693. What do we need? Two people, right? Jeff? Yeah, so uh, it's a $50 gift chance and a $50, I mean a 50% chance. It's like flipping a coin. Except for we're not going to make you pay $9.33 for a full tank of gas. And that's got to be the caveat on Brian's game, too. you got to get a full tank. None of this, like, uh, <laughs> imagine. You know, it's funny. Speaking of that, I used to remember the uh, the card would shut off at $100. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that anymore. No, they, they relax like, that. All of a sudden, there's, there must have been an agreement. Yeah, the banks uh, were like, sure. we're missing out on a good 30 to 40 in some cases, even $80 more. Uh, these gas stations are. We need to release these uh, restrictions on this. Yeah, I know. I, I found that out the other day when I was like, oh, it'll shut off at $100. And then I was sitting there squeegeeing my windshield. And then I'm like, what? How come it hasn't shut off yet? And then we I look have. up and it is $130. We are giving all our business to bonds now because they give you the discount at the pump. So uh, 80 cents off the other day. 80 cents off per gallon. To fill my truck, and I it didn't shut off at a hundred, which I thought then it would take me back to zero because I used that yeah. you know, eighty cents that we'd built up. But it's like how much money have we spent at bonds to get to eighty cents? Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. I went in the, we went in the other day. It was like four hundred dollars. I'm like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me! It costs. There's two of us. KZOZ, hi. Who's this? Hi, it's Sharice. Hi, Sharice. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Charisse, you're going to be playing Guessing Between the Years. Hold on a second, okay? Okay. KZOZ, hi, who's this? Richard. Uh, could you speak up, please? Richard. Richard. All right, Richard. Richard, your phone sounds like garbage, bro. Yeah, it does. I'll hey, take bro. it off a speakerphone for you. Oh, uh, yes, got? please. Yeah, yeah. If you call the show, take your crap off speakerphone, please. Oh, my God. Right. Richard? Is this going to play or what? Here we go. Do you need to talk to Richard before no, you sing? No, 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 no. <clears throat> Hold on, Richard. He'll ask you here in a second here. This is Difficult. my favorite part of the game. Take, take it away, Jeff. Guessing between the years. 
drinking all the beer between the songs. So silky. When somebody hears, listen for the years between the songs. I think it's all that coffee you drink. It's so silky soft. The closest answer's what really matters. First to get free will gather. A $50 gift card to Smart and Final now. One trip and that's it. Now. Yeah. Wow. Are you taking lessons? Sucker for slogans. I can't help it. Are you taking lessons? I love I me a you're slogan. Getting better. I love I me. Getting better. A good slogan for sure. <laughs> Richard and Cherise. Welcome to the, the game. Uh, once again, how it works is Jeff's going to give you a song. You have to try to decide in your head what year that song came out. And then guess between the years. Whoever gets to the closest will get a point. First one to three wins. Charisse, you called in first. You get to decide who will go first or do you defer and would like to go second? Um, I will go first. You will go first. Okay. All right. Here we go, Sharice. Speak up good and loud. Uh, first song uh, is from um, a guy that's in uh, recovery right now. I think... Yeah? What about I it? think he had the same surgery as my mom's had like three times, and they're making way bigger deal about it than they have to. Except for when they do do this surgery, they have to go around your vocal cords, so there is a chance you could lose your voice. Well, So that side of it I get, but he wasn't going to I want to know the damage that your mom did to her body over the years compared to Ozzy well, she Osbourne. Was in, <laughs> she was in a bad car accident. She's had nine back surgeries and three neck surgeries. Okay, so but um, still. That's 12 surgeries if you're keeping there's no on. There's no chemically induced problems that uh, She has Ozzy a rod had. that goes from the middle of her back to her tailbone yeah it's uh it was it's a nasty deal and uh the boys from down under probably not the ones you're familiar with midnight oil yes <laughs> the beds are burning sharice <laughs> how many years between mr crowley and the beds are burning oh i'm gonna say f- five okay Ooh, i like that five. richard I'm going to go 12. 12. Well, that should be easy to have a number by now. Mr. Crowley, after your math. After your math. 5 and 12 is 7 different. So. Yeah. Um, Mr. Crowley uh, came out in 1980. Beds of Burning came out in 1987. That would put Richard 5 off and Sharice 2 off. So Sharice gets a point. In the, nice job, Sharice. All right. All right. So first point goes to Sharice. Guess between the years. Richard. Yep. You get to go first. And these guys wear lots of makeup. Except for in this song, they didn't. Look it up from Kiss. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if these guys even wear deodorant. Grateful Dead, Casey Jones, and um, Lick It Up from Kiss. How many years in between those two songs, Richard? I'm going to go 12 again. You're going 12 again, okay. And uh, Sharice? I'm going to go 13. 13. Interesting. She knows uh, how to play the game. Uh, Casey Jones came out in 1970. Kisses Lick It Up came out in 1983. 13 on the head for Sharice. Another one. You're close, Richard. You're very close. Richard, do you feel like you're being taken advantage of right now? Because I feel, I feel a little. I just I, feel, I feel like, like you are. Flip the coin. I feel like things are not going your way, Richard. That, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, man. You know, you can get, oh, you can get back right. Smooth criminal right here. He's just nothing's gonna nothing's gonna throw him off one way or the other. I feel this as could as be the though, greatest comeback of all time. And guess between the years. I feel as if though Richard has pulled up to the gas pumps at Brian's gas station and <laughs> lost twice in a row. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, we're well, gonna give it one more try." 
Give me another spin. I'm out, I'm out $719 right now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, slow hand. Uh, Eric Clapton's Cocaine and uh, the Doobies. Which one? Oh, listen to that music. We're guessing between the years. How many years between each song release? Whoever gets closest gets a point. All right. Sharice gets it. She wins. So, Sharice, you get to pick first. How many years between uh, listening to the music and cocaine? I'm going to say five. Richard? Six. (laughs) Richard didn't have a shot in this one today. Uh, It was uh, 72 for listening to the music and 77 for cocaine. That's five years. On the money! And I feel bad because Richard was... He hung up. He didn't want to pay. <laughs> Way to go three in a row. Get rid of that, Richard. <laughs> Look at Richard. He's like, I, I'm going to stick around and be beat up by these two clowns as they make fun of me because I just got beat by Sharice. Three nothing. Nice job, Sharice. Sharice, that was $50 coming to you from Smart and Final. I could comfortably say that that literally was the most dominating uh, performance in uh, guessing between the years. I mean, you hit yeah, two of them right on the head. The first one, you only missed by two. I mean, that was excellent. Good job on that one. You know your classic rock, at least the stuff that we sometimes play here at I 93. I come to Point. win. <laughs> yeah, she comes to win, yeah. Richard. Just remember that next time you try to mess with Sharice. Oh, my goodness. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. I was at Walmart yesterday picking up a couple of things for my wife. we got a great Walmart here. It's unlike any Walmart I've been to, so I don't mind going in there. But anyways, it's got the full grocery store and everything. And I was over in the area where uh, I saw some soap. And so I was like, oh, I, I need to get some new shots. Shower soap and deodorant, and I don't know what you use. I usually just grab Old Spice. Anything that says three in one, I want the triple threat. Uh, I got a shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. So you don't care about the smell? (laughs) You're not worried about that. As long as it's three in one, as long as I only have to do one application, uh, that's where I'm. That's where my my money's going. I don't know. I'm trying to think here. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Old Spice has like over twenty different scents now. I'm sitting there yesterday looking at all this yeah. stuff, and and I'm like, what the hell is all this? And they have got tons of, okay, so um, I usually just picked it up at Costco, but now Costco's 45 minutes away, so now i got to pick stuff up at uh, the Walmart there, because that's the closest thing. Uh, and so and Costco only gives you one option, right? Like, whatever yes, one is. is swagger. Sure. Yeah. And swagger's fine, night swagger, whatever it's called, swagger. And so I'd buy the the soap, and I think it's one of their most popular because they they make the soap, they make the deodorant. But then I'm at I'm at Walmart yesterday, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's look at all these bottles. You, you got to smell them and see what they're all about. So I, I picked up a couple. I do have a favorite uh, when it comes to Old Spice. It's Fiji, Fiji. Oh, Fiji. Did you, okay. Did you try that one at all? No, I smelled it. It smells like coconuts. I hate yeah, that smell. I like that smell. That, that like reminds summer. me of every shampoo and conditioner my wife has in her bathroom. It smells I like summer. It's, it's I don't want to smell like that. Yes, it does. It smells like suntan lotion. So I've had Swagger for a long time, and uh, I had no idea there was these others. Um, I had seen Fiji before. I think it's been around for other. Here's some new ones they have. Wolf Thorn. And that's in is a wolf thorn. So I had to smell that. Nah, it wasn't my thing. Too sweet. Uh, Kragengard deodorant and body wash. Uh, that one smelt uh, a little like uh, too oceany, like uh, if you were on the ocean. And then I found Night Panther. <laughs> Night Panther kicks ass, and it sounds so douchey. It reminds me of the cologne that was in Anchorman. You've seen Anchorman, right? Yes. I forget the name okay. of the cologne, though. Yeah, and you remember he opens the secret pass like wall in his office, and then he opens up the thing, and it was like called Night Panther. It's or very it was over, called, it was extremely overrated movie, but yes. 
Yeah, okay, that's fine. But, I mean, whatever. And so, uh, Night Panther, here we go. You got to try Night Panther. It's, it's, uh, it's very good. And my second favorite one is called Elk Lord. And it has a picture of a big elk on it. <laughs> These are the two most manly, soap-smelling, damn it. Well, it's because, you you're, because you're talking about Lord. panthers and, and, and elk. elks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what they you do. You know they would have a Sasquatch, but everybody says Sasquatch stinks. So I don't think you could put Sasquatch oh, yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> nobody's ever, listen to this. I'll tell you this. Nobody's ever seen a Sasquatch by a shower. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I, I wouldn't imagine that a, a elk smells good but it smells i don't know woodsy i guess so uh yeah night panther and elk lord if you can find it give it a sniff i think you might like it are you uh, a old spice uh sommelier now i'm becoming one yes i've decided well the thing is they used to have one that my buddy had brought bought down at the, my other friend's cabin we have a we have a big uh kind of like a bunkhouse downstairs where everybody like bunks up and sleeps and there's a shower and a bathroom in there and they had this stuff called rainforest or something that old spice had and i'm like damn i really like this kind of reminds me a little bit like uh irish spring and now that irish spring sucks and doesn't their their smell is gone you put way too much way too much energy into buying the soaps and and, and you know what my plan is like every year well, you gotta buy soap i mean i i know i understand but, but you don't have to buy it you don't have to buy it you're talking to a guy that used to have 20 bottles of cologne i'm down to like 10 now okay so it's you're weaning yourself off of fragrances my wife buys me Fiji every year for Christmas. I get a gift pack. It's like a conditioner, or no, it's a it's a shampoo conditioner mix and then a body wash. It's not the three in one. It's not my preferred, but I I will go ahead and use it because it's free. Now I'm starting to run out of that, and I've dipped into our surplus of travel sizes, and I will use those up all the way through. Then I will dig underneath the sink and see if there's any other shampoo or conditioner. I'm just trying to leg it out until December till I get my next allotment of Fiji. I, I, you know how much this soap costs? Kicking, to buy? And, kicking and screaming. Well, I know, you know how, how much, much it costs. One, I know one, how much it costs. The shower gel costs. You know, I know how much it costs me. Five dollars. No, five. No, five dollars. No. You're spending. You're overspending because you <sighs> can get you can get Irish Spring at the dollar store for a dollar twenty-five. It doesn't. It smells like crap. By the way, thanks, Kyle. He says Sex Panther was the name of the. Uh, of the of the cologne so night panther is not going to get sued anytime soon but if you're looking for uh some new uh some new smells night panther elk lord check them out chris you may find yourself liking something else if you want to smell like a girl then go with fiji because it smells like coconut why do you have to take girls why do you have girls smell like my wife smell like because she likes soft, the way it pretty smells, smells. vanilla and coconut that's what girls smell i'm sorry like. i spend my weekends with my wife not with my five friends at a cabin somewhere no, that's not true. Here's the thing. Trying you want to, to smell, smell like a girl. I'm sure your wife would like you to smell like a man, but she's like, I guess he's just No, be she a buys me that because she likes it. I don't care. Buy me whatever. As long as it's free. In the morning. Yeah, girl. What is going on here? Come on. get to in hashtag form with Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Hashtag poll question brought to you by SurfNet Communications. Jeremy's like, uh, should we talk about the pool question? And he's like, I don't want to talk about the pool question because it's deep. It's not very deep. Uh, there's uh, six pretty major banks in China that have not made their funds available for withdrawal since April to their customers. Now their customers are a little upset. They got an email. Well, this was happening in Russia, too, when the war started. Yeah, but what's going on in and China? And that was because there were sanctions being put on Russian banks. And so they were halting and freezing accounts. What's going on in China? That would be my question. Well, there was the lockdowns. Um, and that has people upset. Because back in April, you remember, the lockdowns were like very heavy-handed. Like they, people weren't allowed to leave their apartments. And they were dropping food off for them because there was a couple cases of COVID in, in the country. Um, so these people have contacted their financial institutions through email and things like that, you know, online banking. And they were told that 
at the time that they were going through upgrades in their online banking system and that they can't uh, conduct any transactions at this time. Now, typically when that happens here, that happens between the hours of 10 o'clock at night and like 4 o'clock in the morning, and then you're ready to do it. Again, they work on the, on the off hours. Sure. And it's for like, you know, it happens once every few months. This has been going on for months in China. So now people are standing outside their banks saying, we want in, we want to take our money out of the bank. We do not have trust in this financial institution. Six banks, six banks, is it six banks? Um, yeah, six different banks in two different provinces in China have, it has been confirmed that uh, deposits have been frozen since mid-April at those six banks and people are, it's, it's caused a lot of unrest outside those banks as people are standing in lines for hours, days, however long to get it. So there's some financial crisis going on in China. There is all over the globe right now. And we're asking you the question, with uh, the run on banks in China, have you contemplated taking all your money out of the bank here in the United States? Now, I don't think we have the same problems. We have, I think we have fail safes put into place where that is not going to happen, but it happened back in the 20s during the Great Depression. Now you got a couple people to bite. Uh, let's see, about uh, 25% of people are saying that, yeah, they're either contemplating on it or they've thought about it, but they probably won't. Yeah. But they're at least thinking about it. 75% are saying that, no, I haven't even thought about it. I guess I would be there because I didn't, I didn't know a lot about this. Did you, have I guess any, I, did you have any relatives, that, like older relatives, that did not trust banks? Because they were, oh, yeah. uh, they were around, uh, you know, in the early goings of, of the depression, yeah. and, and my grandfather, and I know somebody right now who's eighty. I, I think he's got some money in the bank, but he's got a lot. He's turned a lot of his money into gold, and from what I understand, he has it stashed all over the place, <laughs> all over the place. Like Ron I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but yeah, he does. It's like Ron Swanson, and I think he's probably got some at his house. He's probably got some at his. I don't know. He's at family's houses. I don't know, but he's. He says, yeah, I got gold. He goes, I got it all over the place. He goes, yeah, they're not going to take my money. So, <laughs> But he's 83, you know. He's been around for a long time. They're chanting, and, uh, return our money outside these banks um, right now in, in China. And you know how in a communist country like China, it's frowned upon to voice your opinion against institutions. <laughs> <laughs> that have deep ties to uh, state-run activities. So it's interesting just watching this thing unfold. The problem is it's China, and you only get whatever leaks out onto Twitter, and then that usually gets squashed and taken down very yeah, soon. So okay. so yeah. the, the thought process here is in China, it might be a little worse than what we are getting information now, about. It depends who's going to be our next president, too, and what direction this country goes. You get Bernie in there. I'm taking everything out. I'm getting that commie. He's Ooh, out. It's out, man. He, it is gone. Well, I just saw something am, about him today. He is said yeah, that he's not going to run in 2024. So you're safe, right. Jeremy. Well, I, that's a good thing. I mean, God, the guy's almost 90, isn't he? I mean, he's pretty old. I know he's not 90. but Hashtag Hawkins Tribute. Taylor Hawkins Tribute has been planned for London and Los Angeles. It'll be at the Forum in Los Angeles and... Uh, and I'm not really sure where it's going to be in London. Uh, probably some cool place that I've never been to because I've never been to London. Um, did you hear about any of this, that they were planning on doing this? No, I did not. Okay. So they've got a bunch of celebrities uh, that are going to be there, a bunch of rock stars. In London, uh, Brian May, Roger Taylor of Queen, Stuart Copeland of The Police, Getty Lee, uh, Alex, was it Lifeson of Rush? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's Leifson. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age, cool dude. Liam Gallagher, I mean, and uh, Chrissy, um, oh, I don't know who this is, of the Pretenders. How do you say her name? Hines. Hind? Hines. Hines. There's no S. Hines? Is it? I thought maybe, it was. Maybe it's a typo. H-Y-N-D-E. I thought it was Hines? Chrissy Hines, H-I-N-D-S. I guess I was way wrong on Maybe that. it's Hines. Yeah, but it could sound like Wolfgang Van Halen will be there. Uh, and then where, where do we get to? Oh, this is all in London. Uh, as well as um, 
Jane's Addiction, uh, Chris Cheney okay. from Jane's Addiction. Sounds fun. In Los Angeles, you'll see Alanis Morissette, Joan Jett, Miley Cyrus, Gene Simmons, Nikki Six, uh, Chad Smith, Brad Wilk of Rage Against the Machine, if you're not familiar, and Pat Wilson from Weezer. So who's playing the drums? Obviously, Chad Smith could play the drums. But, I mean, I, I, does Joan Jett play the drums? Does Alanis Morissette play the drums? Not that I know of. You Maybe know, they're just there to pay tribute. And- you know, Taylor Hawkins was uh, Alanis Morissette's drummer. And that's what he got. He got the job from being Alanis Morissette's drummer. Hashtag I didn't know. Yeah, I did if, not know. If that. you ever want to watch some good YouTube uh, videos, go look at some interviews of Alanis Morissette, like when she came out and how she's introducing the band. There's a great story on there about how um, they accidentally, I think it was the bassist in the band, they accidentally um, emailed the wrong guy to come back and uh, and do a second uh, rehearsal. And he was like a trained uh, classic, uh, like uh, stand-up bass guy, <laughs> and he ended up getting the job in the band, anyways. <laughs> it's better to be lucky than good on that one. Huh? <laughs> uh, let's see. Bam Majera's been hashtag missing. Apparently, he uh, did he break out? Did he just walk out? I don't think you break out. I guess after walking out of his sober living facility, his rehab facility in Florida, nobody has seen the guy. So we don't know. What's going on, Bam and Jero? Hopefully, we don't get a bad story here. Oh, that sucks. And then Shaq's doing it again. He's throwing his money around. Apparently, he paid for everybody to eat at uh, a diner, three or uh, at a restaurant in New York City. It's called Julon Club. He paid about twenty-five thousand dollars to get three hundred diners their meal. So good for Shaq. That's awesome. You know, he's actually. I used to give him a hard time because he used to brag about this a little bit, I thought, but seems to be very, he's got good intentions. We need more celebrities like Shaq, I think. So when we come back, Nate Bergazzi tickets. Nate Bergazzi, funny, funny guy. Stand-up show at Vina Robles coming up in, uh, what, a week from this Friday. You can win tickets next. 93.3 KZOC rocks. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Jeff and Jeremy. It's like a radiogasm. I said, hey, babe, check it out on the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And Spotify. All this is going viral.